Coast Business News, International Sports and Entertainment News. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, Cecilia Dapa uses aliases to conceal transactions from undeclared real estate business. Low enrollment of non-teaching staff threatens free senior high school. Tewu warns. Limited voter registration. Those in hard-to-reach areas can wait for next year, says Dr. Cerebral. And beware of scammers, G-Tech cautions matured students this business spots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin the news will be read by awintemi akansukum now the details court documents filed by the office of the special prosecutor have disclosed that the former sanitation minister cecilia dapa uses aliases to conceal transactions from undeclared real estate business a documentary by the osp cited by the media also revealed that criminal intelligence suggested that the first report respondent has unexplained large cash of money for far above her income as a minister of state secreted and stashed up in her residence and that her house house had allegedly helped themselves to parts of sums of money from Lassing. This is the latest action by the Office of the Special Prosecutor to confirm the seizure of the suspected tainted properties belonging to Cecilia Dapa. This comes after the Office of the Special Prosecutor, OSP, Monday, September 11, filed a motion at the High Court seeking confirmation of seizure and freezing orders of the financial assets of former Minister of Sanitation and Water Resource, Cecilia Dapa. A hearing has been slated for October 18, 2023. The CDN dollar bank accounts belonging to the former minister were frozen by the Office of the Special Prosecutor on August 9, where the High Court in Accra on August 31 overturned the decision. The court ordered that funds seized from the former minister be returned to her within seven days and also directed the OSP to unfreeze Cecilia Dapa's account. The OSP subsequently invoked its powers to retake custody of the money days after the High Court asked the office to return the seized money. Now, the low enrollment of non-teaching staff is a serious challenge to the country's educational sector and threatens the successful implementation of the Free Senior High School Policy. The Teachers and Educational Workers Union, Tewu, of the Trade Union Congress has warned. According to Tewu, the lack of kitchen staff, security, laboratory technicians, and librarians in educational institutions across the country is putting a strain on the remaining staff and could negatively impact the quality of education. Currently, out of the 700 senior high schools in the country, the sector can only boast of less than 400 laboratory technicians, with some institutions not even having security personnel. In an interview, the national chairman of Tewu TUC, Mr. Ambrose Kwajoja, called on the government to prioritize the non-teaching staff ratio. 
He also revealed that some kitchen staff are being abused, working over 12 to 14 hours daily. Mr. Kwajoja also revealed that some district directors and heads of institutions will soon be hauled before the Labour Commission for denying mandatory leave of some non-teaching staff. He charged the government to ensure that the mandatory health screening of kitchen staff and non-teaching staff enshrined in the condition of service is strictly adhered to. Now, the Electoral Commission has explained that eligible voters who are unable to register in the Commission's district offices nationwide will have to do so next year. The Commission's Director of Electoral Services, Dr. Siribo Kweku, who said this in an interview Monday, noted that from next year, the EC would have special arrangements to have to reach areas once it receives the legal backing of Parliament for its constitutional instrument CI. According to him, the Commission will also carry out a continuous registration process in its offices that will serve would-be voters at any given time. For instance, the MP for YE's Dr. Godfrey Seydou Jassau has asked the EC to set up a new registration center for the YE's district of the registration exercise. The, despite a lawsuit by the majority of the opposition party challenging the EC's decision not to hold the registration in electoral areas this year, the Commission is going ahead with the exercise. Its chairperson Jean Mensa says the parliament is partly to blame for the commission's struggle to decentralize the registration process since it failed to pass the new constitutional instrument it presented for approval. Addressing concerns and criticisms associated with the registration exercise, Mrs. Jean Mensa said the commission has been left in a very difficult place. Now, in other stories, the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission, GTEC, has cautioned the public to beware of scammers who hide under the cover of entrance examination banners to dupe innocent students. It said those advertisements, among others, usually indicated that the prospective candidate did not need to have a certificate of the West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination or Senior Secondary School Certificate Examination required to participate in the examination. The GTEC, however, dismissed those claims, describing them as scam. He therefore cautioned the public, especially adults seeking to pursue university education, to stay away from those advertisements. There is no way you can be admitted into a tertiary educational program without any kind of certificate. You need to have a foundation for you to be able to enter for a tertiary program. His advice follows numerous posters scattered around urban centers inviting adults of 25 years and above who are interested in university education to contact some displayed telephone numbers provided for admission. The advertisement, among others, assure prospective students that they do not need to have any certificate for the admission process. The recipient universities used are usually the University of Ghana, University of Education, Winneba, and the University of Cape Coast. Now, to some business, Tax analyst Francis Timori Boy 
has voiced serious concerns about the non-operationalization of the tax appeal board. He emphasized the pivotal role an efficient tax board plays in promoting equitable tax assessment and fortifying the government's revenue collection endeavor. In an interview, Francis Boy urgently appealed to authorities to swiftly ensure that the tax board functions at its maximum capacity and deliver on its mandates. This apprehension stems from the noticeable lack of activity within the tax appeals board. This critical institution responsible for adjudicating tax disputes and ensuring a fair and just tax regime has seemingly fallen into a state of inertia. Timely resolution of tax disputes is essential not only for businesses but also for sustaining government revenue streams. Mr. Francis stressed that the current inactivity may result in prolonged disputes adversely affecting taxpayers and potentially diminishing government revenue. He added that a robust board is not only an essential element in upholding taxpayers' rights, but also a linchpin in bolstering the government's revenue collection efforts. Now, to some sports, the former vice president of the Ghana Football Association, GFA, George Efiwe, is set to take his case to the Court of Arbitration for Sports, CAS, and the National Independent Tribunal as a final court recourse. His decision comes in response to the Appeals Committee's recent ruling, which upheld the GFA Elections Committee's decision to disqualify George Efiwe from the GFA presidential elections. In an interview with the media, George Efriye's lawyer Esquire Richmond Saka revealed that his client is prepared to explore all available options to seek redress in this matter. The election, originally slated for September 27, faces further uncertainty due to court injunctions filed by Kim Faisal as the case has been adjourned for the third time and the new date for the hearing is September 28, 2023. Now, dance hall sensation Chatawale caused a frenzy among his fans in Ashanti regional capital Kumasi when he was spotted generously showering them with money. The artist received a warm and enthusiastic welcome at Kumasi International Airport when his dedicated fans eagerly gathered to escort him to his waiting vehicle. Chatawale had the honor of participating in the launch of a new lottery game in Ghana. Dressed in a stylish blue sweatpants and a hoodie, Chatawale expressed confidence as he arrived at the airport. To ensure his safety, two bodyguards dressed in black accompanied him throughout his journey. As soon as Shatawale got to the crowd, a group of ecstatic fans swarmed him. In a video, the vigilant bodyguards protected Shatawale, ensuring that his security remained intact amid the overwhelming excitement of the crowd. While seated comfortably in his car, Chatawale continued to display his affection by his devoted supporters. He delighted his fans by tossing money into the crowd, sparking even more enthusiasm and jubilation among those lucky enough to receive 
the cash and that's it with the daybreak news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can also download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good morning get it big get it here listen to all your life mixes live radio programs and live entertaining and news package programs right here from gtr ghana talks radio